In-flight emergencies can be scary for any pilot. Today, we're going to be talking to Cameron Morrison, who just had an emergency landing in the hangar. I used to be a well-respected member of the aviation community, and then I started flying a Cirrus and that changed. Oh, well, that was great until the engine quit. And all of a sudden, I see these explosions and these trees exploding. I'm walking away a better pilot because of this discussion. Welcome to In the Hangar. We're continuing our in-flight emergency stories, and this one is hot off the press. Cameron Morrison, thank you for being here with us. Yeah. So what we're talking about is not something that happened uh, 10 years ago. So this was last Tuesday. Tell, yeah. tell, tell me, before we jump into the story, tell me a little bit about who you are and uh, what kind of pilot you are, ratings and all that. Yeah, so I have uh, my private pilot rating and uh, I, or a private pilot certificate, and I'm uh, about 90% of the way through with my uh, instrument rating. And uh, I've, I've got a little over 300 hours, and uh, I, got my, uh, I got my private pilot about uh, a little over two years ago now. So um, I fly for, uh, for work here and there and then for, for fun. And, um, this Do you last, have a plane? Yes, yeah, I've got a Comanche 250 and then also uh, Adam A500 uh, that's up in Virginia right now. But uh, anyways, uh, this last weekend, we decided to fly, me, my wife, and I have a year and a half old daughter, we decided to fly up to uh, Gunnison, Colorado and go skiing with some friends. So we, we went up to Gunnison and uh, wanted to come back on Sunday, but the weather was bad Sunday, Monday. And then uh, Tuesday, uh, the, the weather cleared up and, and everything uh, looked, looked good to go. So uh, we departed out of Gunnison uh, Tuesday morning around, it was right around 10 a.m and uh, headed back. And we, uh, that morning we spent, it was around two hours, hour and a half in the mountains, had oxygen on, was at 14.5, uh, coming back. And then uh, we landed for a fuel stop in Hell County and uh, stopped and got fuel. And then we took off from Hell County and uh, we're coming across West Texas. I was uh, on VFR flight following and uh, was, was coming across, I was at 8,500. Um, once I got out of the mountains, it came down a little bit. So we're at 8,500 coming across West Texas. And uh, my daughter and wife are in the back seat. So I'm turning around and, and talking to my wife and texting my friends about uh, going to the basketball game the next night and making plans. And I'm, I'm watching them about 45 minutes from, uh, from landing. And I turn around and I'm tickling my daughter in the back seat. And all of a sudden, the plane jolts. And uh, we kind of get thrown forward, and uh, I immediately turned around. You know, your heart sinks, and you're like, I I'm looking at, what did I just screw up? Because these planes, they the, the motors don't stop; they they keep running, like they're designed to quit running. So, I immediately, what did I mess up? I switched tanks, backup fuel pump, um, carburetor, heat, full rich. You know, I'm, I'm going through the the whole process of making this motor come back on, and uh, nothing. I mean, the motor was dead. Com yeah, completely gone. So that jolt was the, the motor the, stopping. The prop just stopping. Was it still free no, spinning? No, it was still windmilling. Okay. But the RPMs went to zero and instantly. And instantly. Okay. I mean, it was like it. I thought I'd done something wrong because it was like I reached up and turned the ignition switch off, and it it just wow. it went forward. But the propeller was still still windmilling. But it was it was weird that the RPM gauge was at zero. So I, I at that point I realized okay. You know, this isn't me. And at that point, I went on to uh, 
you know, that's Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Uh, I just, I just lost engine power. Yes, uh, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Comanche uh, 5 Papa lost power. Comanche 5 Papa, Roger. I've got uh, on the airport at your 12 o'clock and one five miles. So um, at that point, they, uh, I, I'm on my 430, and I set my 430 to the nearest airport. And uh, ATC is directing me to the nearest airport. I was uh, 15 miles out from the nearest airport and I'm um, setting my best glide speed. I keep my gear up, my flaps up so I can glide as far as possible. Exactly for that, you got a heading port. November five nine or pop it's at your, uh, just turn five degrees right, it's at your one o'clock and uh, about one five miles. Five degrees right and five miles? One five miles. I've got my best glide speed set and I'm just, I'm pointing towards the airport. I went 15 miles. 14, they're calling it out for me, 14 miles, 13, 12, 11. I get down to 10 miles an hour, or 10 miles out. And uh, at that point, I'm, I'm gliding. Like, I'm not, I went from, you know, doing almost 200 miles an hour to, like, 90, 85, 90 miles an hour is my best glide speed. So uh, at that point, I'm crawling, and I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at everything, and I'm, at that point, I'm 10 miles out. I'm realizing, you know, I'm not going to make, like, I'm not going to make this airport. And everything before the airport was just, you know, it was just fields. And uh, there was a road on my left that I, that I was watching, and it, as I was getting closer to the airport, the road was getting further away. Number 500 Papa, Fable, turn five degrees right. I'm showing the airport still at one o'clock and about one zero miles. Uh, five degrees right. Um, how far out is there? There's a highway right here on my left. I may have to go down to one. It's uh, one o'clock and one zero miles for the airport. They've got a 5,000 foot runway. Um, I'll see if I can get run. It's a one seven runway one seven and three five. I'm just gliding. Okay. There came a, a point in time where I, you know I had to make a decision. Either I'm gonna I'm gonna wind up short of this airport and in a field, or maybe I can make something with this road work. So uh, at, at that you know I just once I determined that there was no way I was making the airport, I uh, told ATC I said, Hey, I'm going down on this road. That's right to my left. Yeah, I'm going to be going onto this uh, road here. Five hundred, Papa. Number five hundred, Papa Roger. You know they're asking how many souls are on board and uh, how much fuel, and uh, um, they said that they were dispatching emergency or search and rescue. And uh, I started. I heard them talking to other airport or other planes in the area, asking to come watch. You know, if you know what happens with me. Ken zero five, actually, can you do me a favor? Ken zero five, that you're uh, about a one seven zero heading in twelve miles. We got an aircraft that's uh, in distress. You might need to land on a road. I was wondering if you can uh, if you can go down that way and take a look and see if you land safely. Yeah, can you give me a heading on the way? I found I found the road and and found a spot in the road that looked good and asked for the winds and made sure you know I was pointing into the winds and uh, made I uh, found a spot on the road. Pretty much treated it like it was in like it was a runway. And I uh, just made a downwind, a base leg, and then uh, turned final. While top. gliding. Oh, yeah, gliding the we, whole time. No. Did it surprise you how much altitude you lost whenever you had to bank? And if uh, you're doing a pattern like that? So doing the pattern like that, yeah, whenever I turned, uh, when I was on the downwind, I guess, of this highway, right. I, uh, I, I was expecting to lose a lot of altitude a, a lot quicker than I ever had. But I still had the gear, I had the flaps, had everything up. Okay. So um, when I made the base, 
Yeah, um, I, I mean, I was I was dropping pretty quick, but I, I didn't drop the gear. I didn't drop the flaps. I didn't drop anything until I was over the road, had the road made. And uh, at that point, I dropped everything and uh, descended onto the road, flared. And, I mean, it was just like landing at any any airport. No wires, was, no, no telephone lines. So if 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 I had there was there was different spots to the road, and there was there was if I went up a little bit, there was power lines, there was uh, trees, houses. If I went the other direction, same thing. It was windy, and I like I said, I found a, a spot in the road that was uh, that was it was flat, and and I from where I was at, it didn't look like there was any power lines. So when I started turning, I'm talking to my wife that's in the backseat crying. Oh yeah. She's, <laughs> So she's she's crying and I'm asking her I'm like hey look at that road do you see any power lines in the road do you do you see anything and uh, she said she said no and uh, so once I, I picked that spot and once I got over the road I asked her again I said hey do you see anything that I don't do you see any power lines she said no I, I don't see I don't see any power lines um, you know a lot of things go through your head your your um, if, if I had seen power lines or something like that, I probably would have put it down in the field beside it. Um, but th there was nothing. I mean, it was there was a car on up ahead a that was coming at me. Um, so when I set it down, I you know my wife's going, "There's a car! There's a car!" And uh, I you know I'm like, "There's nothing I can do." I mean, right. I just you know, so hopefully they get out of the way. Hopefully they see me. So uh, we uh, touched down, and uh, the car got out of the way, and uh, we got out and. Uh, uh, F16, F F15 came flying over. Did a couple of couple of laps over, and then a couple other airplanes came came by, and and uh, every everybody was. I wound up in McGargle, Texas, so <laughs> it was it was miles from from anything, and uh, the I think it was the mayor showed up, and <laughs> they uh, I mean there was 30, 40 police officers and state troopers and just everybody. The the FISDO called me out of Lubbock, and uh, talked to me for a while. And uh, everybody was just, uh, more than anything, they were just congratulating me and just so happy that, that everybody was okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, you, so. you're a two-year pilot faced with this, with your one-and-a-half-year-old on board. Yeah. Goodness Luckily, gracious. she had no, no clue what was going on. So. Holy cow. So, yeah, um, we, uh, we got out of the car, and, I mean, there was people pulling over off the side of the road. There was some people that were on their way to uh, Little Elm. So my wife and my daughter uh, got in the car, and they were offering to, to drive us back. And I said, yeah, i got to get out of here. Y'all can take me back with you. We're all going. So I went to get in the car, and I was telling the cops after I gave all my the reports and stuff. And they're like, they can go, but you can't go. And they're like, your plane, you got to get your plane. And I'm like, am I going to drive it down the road? Like, it won't run. So uh, they... Uh, they that wound up staying back, and they they shut the highway down, and TxDOT came out, and they towed it about three miles down the road to a liquor store. So of course, I, I took a picture of the plane in front of the liquor store. And I <laughs> told a couple of friends I had a had an engine out, so my first stop was the liquor store. Right, the liquor right. store. So um, so they towed it down the street to the liquor store, and then the next day they uh, they shut the the mayor came out. Um, I, I wasn't there, but they told me the mayor made a call. They shut the highway down over to Air Tractor, so they wound up towing the airplane like 13 miles down the road to Air Tractor with the highway completely shut down. So uh, it's it's sitting at Air Tractor. They um, have better pulled, than the liquor store. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they uh, they pulled the they they went through it. You know they went through um, 
a lot of the, you know, some of, they thought it might be something simple, but it wasn't. They said the, the camshaft, it looked like the camshaft came apart inside the plane, so, or inside the, the engine. Right. So uh, it's there now. We're, we're, we're trying to figure out what, what we're going to do to, to get it This is five days ago. Yeah, five, five days ago. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, so. All right, so I mean, when, when you uh, put it down on the pavement and that engine, or not engine, the plane came to a dead stop, stop what were your feelings? Oh man, so I, my wife is just, she's in the back and I turn around and she's sitting there. And uh, when the engine had stopped, the, the cabin, it, it filled full of fuel, like the, the, the smell of fuel. Oh really? Could, yeah, just it was a strong, strong scent of fuel. So the, my first initial fear was a, a, a fire. fire. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm gonna have to go through the, the extinguishing the fire full lean and dive in. And luckily that, that didn't happen. Um, and then my, my, at that point, you know, I thought the, the, the tank might have ruptured. So I switched tanks uh, to, but that, that wasn't, I had fuel pressure. I had the backup fuel pump on and then just, just no response. Uh, you so, did, so immediately on that jolt, when you were tickling your daughter's foot, uh -huh. did you smell fuel right at that moment? Yeah. As soon as, okay. as soon as it hit, you know, so I, I was wondering if you hit the pump, maybe that was, especially with the camshaft. No, it was, it was even before okay. I could hit the pump. I, I mean, immediately it was like, as fast as I could take my next breath, I was switching tanks and backup fuel pump. And, uh, wow. and uh, it, yeah, just nothing. So we landed, my, my first thought is, we gotta get out of the airplane in oh, case, in case it catches right. fire. Like, I'm like, you know, I don't know if it's leaking fuel everywhere and, 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 you know, we're gonna catch fire, but I was like, we gotta get out. And then I reach over to the door and I notice my hands, <laughs> my hands trembling. And then I get out of the airplane and I'm like, my whole body's shaking. And I, you know, I didn't realize that I was just, I, well, it probably wasn't until that moment. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I've had, I think, two or three of the air traffic controllers that were involved in it. They've called me. Um, I'm going on a tour of Fort Worth Center next week. And, <laughs> so that's, that's kind of fun. And Wow, Cameron, that's just, uh, when, when the jolt happened, mm -hmm. did you immediately, or you immediately did the fuel. So you flipped fuel tanks, you, you tried the fuel pump. Did you grab your emergency checklist? Yes, I immediately I, I grabbed it, handed it to my wife in the back seat, and I said, please read this out loud. Okay. So she started reading it, and, and then I went through it. After, after she read it out, I went through it three more times after that because my, my thought is this, the, the motors don't stop. Right. I did something wrong. It's always pilot error. And uh, unfortunately, in this case, it, it wasn't pilot error. Like the, the, well, fortunately. Was this an issue? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, I, you know, I was just I was hoping that I would do something and it would just magically just turn back on, and I'd I'd be on my way and and you know home home within an hour. From the but, time of the jolt to the time you came to a complete stop, how how long was that? So uh, eight minutes. So that's was, all. Yeah, so eight I was, minutes. It's at eighty five hundred feet. I was eighty five hundred uh, MSL. The ground in that area was right around twelve hundred. So I had I had less than seven thousand feet to work with. Eight minutes. And uh, I went from from at when I was fifteen miles out to ten miles out. I went from eighty five hundred to about fifty eight hundred, and I was so I was fifty eight hundred. I had less than four thousand feet to work with at that point to to determine. All right, like I'm not going to make this airport ten miles away. You know, I've 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 got to turn and do something with this road. And uh, you know, as a pilot, we always read and look at. Uh, accidents and you you put yourself in other people's shoes and you think you know what what could you do different to where maybe uh you you know you don't have something so tragic happen and uh, so many of the things that i see 
you know, ATC, they, they see the airports, they see the airspace, they're vectoring you to an airport, and that, that's all they, they can do. And uh, you, you, get, you get focused in on an airport, and if you don't start looking at other options, if you're just focused on making it to that airport, you come up short. And the point that you come up short, it's too late. You know, I mean, when you're 500 feet above the ground, you realize I'm not going to make it. That's too late. You, it's too feet. late. You can't yeah. turn and, and, and What was your altitude? Okay, so that decision point where I'm not going to make the airport, I need a plan. I'm going to plan B. How, what was your altitude? 50, about 58, 59. Oh, so you made that pretty early then. Oh, yeah. that was, oh, so, so I went, you're I went 10 from, miles out. Yeah, I went from okay. 8,500 8, down to about 58. I was 58, just a hair That is 6, such 000. a mature yeah. decision. Uh, that's an experienced pilot decision. Yeah. and That's I, amazing to me <laughs> yeah. for a, t- a two-year pilot. Right. Yeah, I, I, I grew up um, flying RC airplanes. Okay. And I this isn't an pilot. RC airplane. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up flying RC and always wanted to be a pilot. So I'm, I'm familiar with, you know, aerodynamics and, right. and the way things work. So um, uh, I, I've just, you know, always wanted to be a pilot. And I, I feel like my whole life, you know, uh, I've been in it, and it, I feel like it's helped me make decisions, you know, make decisions in uh, instances like that, just make, make, you know, good decisions. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking uh, I probably won't get in that airplane again. I'm, I'm, I'm looking oh, you around at Cirruses. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to sell it. That, that one's but, done. Yeah, so um, I'm kind of look. I'm thinking about a Cirrus probably. A uh, Cirrus? <laughs> yeah, Cirrus. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> before before we, we go, let me just, let's debrief for a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was anything you could do differently after that jolt what, um, to the time you landed, what might it be? I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a single thing. I've thought about it, you know, I, yeah, I, I go sure back you and, and you, you, you talk about, well, I could have done this on the, at, at the annual or that. And I mean, even the day before we left, uh, we left last Friday. So um, on Thursday, I had a mechanic come out to the plane. I changed the spark plugs, oil change, air filter change, new tires. I told the mechanic, I said, hey, I'm about to go across the country in this plane with my family. Let's, let's fix anything, we, anything wow. that, that we can. And I, I paid them to, you know, for, a, for a whole day with the airplane just so I'd never experience what I, what I had that to That is amazing so. that you went through, through all that. Well, yeah. then it's not pilot error. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it was, not. It, yeah, you the, you did everything you could. Yeah, and that, that's my biggest fear is is pilot error because the the, right. the most of the time the it is the systems don't fail like yeah. that, and uh, so so I do everything I can to to eliminate pilot error, and uh, I, I just I, there was nothing I could do in that, I, that case. I'm so glad you, your wife, and your baby baby girl are safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much yeah. for thank coming you. to be on the yeah. show. So I hope if I'm ever faced with an in-flight emergency, I can be that cool. Thanks for watching. If you like this, please share and subscribe. Um, Also check out the other videos. We have others on in-flight emergencies. Thanks for watching in the hangar.